So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin, and today I have a very special guest, Kaylee Cato. Kaylee is a registered dietitian and the owner of Fuel Nutrition LLC. She is passionate about helping women CrossFitters lose weight and increase energy and their performance without restriction or counting calories. As a former CrossFit coach herself, she has merged her passion of nutrition and fitness to help others. Kaylee, thank you so much for jumping on. So excited to have you. Wow, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Awesome, Kaylee. So uh, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit uh, with our audience about you, your background, and uh, a couple of the pretty amazing things that you're doing right now. Yeah. So like, like Javier said, um, I am a registered dietitian and my, I primarily work with um, CrossFit women and I found my journey into nutrition itself, actually through CrossFit. I started um, way back when, when I was in high school and went to a nutrition seminar, absolutely loved it. I was just googly eyed the whole time. Like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is amazing. I want to do what they do one day. Um, And that was, you know, as a high schooler, didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up kind of a thing, kind of fell into nutrition and nutrition is, it's so funny because nutrition always takes me back to CrossFit and CrossFit takes me back to nutrition. So I was able to merge the two things that I absolutely love together. And I've worked at several CrossFit fit gyms as a coach and have since decided to start my own business, Fuel Nutrition LLC, and am now helping women who CrossFit with their nutrition. So it's been an amazing journey so far. So cool. So cool. Well, I, I know um, about the journey and, and what happened. Obviously, we've been working together for about a year now, uh, or yeah, a little over a year now, which is amazing. Uh, so, so cool. Um, you know how we've uh, been working together for this past year. I can't believe it's been a year already. It's flown by. Um, but if you don't mind letting everyone know a little bit more about how you actually got into business in the first place and what that experience has been like. I know you kind of got forced into it when when you first started. So if you don't mind sharing a little, a little bit about that piece of the story, I think it'd be so valuable and helpful for other people to, to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So business really, like you said, it kind of found me. I was a, a little forced into it. Um, I had started after school. I had gotten connected with a, an owner of a CrossFit gym through my internship, and she was absolutely amazing. I was there coaching and doing some nutrition with that clientele. Um, and I was there for about a year or so. And unfortunately, one day the owner brought me into the office and I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? 
going on? And she goes, it's not you, it's me. And she ended up deciding to shut down the gym for personal reasons. So that was a point where I was like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, well, what do I do next? What's the next phase? So I ended up through mutual connections with her and one of her previous mentors ended up going to the gym that she started at and worked there. They had opened up their second location. So I had worked there. um, And then the COVID coronavirus, it all happened. Um, so that gym had opened in January of, of 2020. And by the time we got to December, again, the owner pulled me into the room and I was like, Oh no, here we go again. And he gave me the news that they were shutting down the gym. So at that point I was kind of like, uh Oh, maybe this whole coaching CrossFit and doing nutrition thing isn't for me right now. So I decided that I was going to continue on with this passion because I knew I was so passionate about it and I didn't want to completely let it go. There was no way I could. This is, this is my baby. And so instead of going back into a job or back into a clinical nutrition position, I decided that I was going to continue on my journey to start my own business and focus 100% on nutrition. I don't do CrossFit coaching anymore. However, I'm still involved in the community. I still go to a CrossFit gym and, and work out several times a week, but I wanted to focus in on that nutrition part and really create my own job, my own stability so that I wouldn't have that talk from someone else pulling me in and saying, Kaylee, I have bad news. So um, now if anything happens, it's just me telling myself, but it won't happen. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's just amazing how how sometimes these these things that happen in our life are blessings in disguise. And at the same time, it's so hard sometimes to see that, you know, while you're going through it. But I think what's so neat is that, you know, you you saw that and you saw, hey, listen, I, I, I have two choices here. And I was already considering maybe doing this at some point. And it seems like the the perfect time to to pursue that, and you did, and and a year later you're still doing it and uh, and doing really well with it, which is amazing. I think that's so cool. And obviously, as we've been working together, I know a lot of the neat things that you've been doing, like the the progression that you have made in your business. But if you don't mind sharing a little bit about, I know a couple of the things that we mentioned talking about today was uh, transitioning to uh, group coaching programs. Maybe you can talk a little bit about what that experience has been like uh, running Facebook challenges. So your three-day challenges to attract more leads uh, and get more people excited to work with you. And yeah, let, let's start with those two. I think I think that's always, you know, a few of the topics that people would love to learn more about. Um, so if you don't mind sharing like, you know, what, what that experience has been and um, what that all looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So it has been quite an amazing year of growth and learning and development, both personally and professionally. You know, this is never something that I thought that I would be thrown into so quickly, but I knew that at some point I wanted to go this route in this journey. So it's been so much fun to really get into it now because I'm just excited to see where I can even grow from here. I've gone through a lot within one year and I started off with one-on-one coaching and that's what I had been doing at the, the CrossFit gyms. And that was what I was comfortable with. And I, at one point at one of the gyms, I had 30 clients all at once. And I remember saying to you, Javi, I think I can manage 30 clients. And then when I started getting into it and realizing the value that I was providing and I wanted to have more touch points, not just monthly, I knew that people weren't seeing the best success with just a once a month meeting. 
I upped that to weekly and I was like, oh no, <laughs> now I can't see 30. There's no way I got to like 10 or 15 at a time and immediately was just tired, burnout, couldn't focus on a couple of the other things that I needed to do. So I decided that one of the biggest aspects of CrossFit is the community. And it seemed like such a great transition to bring in a group program. So about six or seven months in around July, June or July, I had completely created and started a group program. And it's very similar to my one-on-one -on -one coaching that I had provided. And it was such a smooth transition because I was able to take all of the things that I had learned from that one-on-one -on -one coaching and transition that into a group program that was very similar. It didn't take a lot of time to create because I had already been doing it. And now I was able to reach more people they were the women in that program are able to have a community and we have so much fun and it's less time on my part too. So it is my, like when I say my baby, this is like this group program is the thing that I get so jazzed about, so excited to go to these meetings every single week that I have and, and have these ladies come in and, and we all get to work together on it too. And, um, it's been that, that part has been really, really great. And in order to do that, I started creating some Facebook challenges. So I have run three. Um, my very first one was in May of last year. And I remember I hadn't, I, gosh, I'm not the best at technology, but I do try hard. Um, so my first challenge was a wreck. I mean, it probably wasn't as bad as what I think it is, but I was so happy to do it and to get it done. And it didn't lead into any clients for that particular challenge, but it led into more quality leads, which led into clients later down the road. And it led me to learn more about what a challenge was like, how to, how to structure one. And it's only gotten better each time since I've done a challenge. And I'm excited to see how much better I can even get because I've got some really cool ideas for challenges in the future as well. But my, my next two challenges I did, it was a really great way to hang out with the quality leads in my group for over several days. And it really warmed them up to me and what it was. And they were able to resonate with me so much that they at the end were like, Kaylee, there's no other choice but to work with you. So seeing how challenges, how powerful and effective they are to gain clients only makes me want to do them more, but also knowing that it's providing value to even those who aren't going to say yes now, but I've even had some that were in that first and second challenge. And it wasn't until the third one that they were finally like, okay, now I'm ready. So knowing that it sometimes takes a little bit of time, but just building that nurture with everyone too can really, really lead into that later in the future as well. Yeah, that's so good. And I, you know, for all of you listening right now, uh, I think this is so important. There's so much to take away from everything that, that Kaylee just said, uh, not just on the, the strategies and the tactical side of, of, you know, transitioning to group programs and also uh, having these challenges, but just on the process itself, like the idea that, hey, you know, the first time you do anything, it's not, it might not go all as planned. Like it might not, you might not get the best results, but that's not the point. 
right? The point is to actually go through it, to learn from it. And every single time you do something, it's going to get better and better and better and better and better. And I think, you know, you said something very simple, but very profound. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? Which one of these is going to work best? You know, how would I do this? How would I do that? It's like, all these questions, we can ask these questions of ourselves nonstop and guess what answers we get? None, right? Until we actually go through something and actually do it for the first time, will we start to get those answers and be able to refine things as you go? Like you said, like the first challenge that you hosted, you know, you were working on something and for many people, because you didn't get a client that first time around, they would typically say, well, that didn't work. It's like, well, that's not true. All the work that you do is working. Sometimes it's working on you. And working on getting you better, getting your, your skills set up, uh, helping you, you know, learn the tech, learn the tools, learn the, the psychology, what have you. Uh, so I think having that is so key. And especially, uh, as you said, like, hey, there are people there that were watching and maybe it was the first time that they learned about you and they were still a little bit skeptical, you know, still building that relationship with you, that trust. And those people, because you've nurtured them that second time, that third time you did a challenge or even in between, right, they became clients. So there's like, you know, the first order uh, consequence, which is like, oh, when I do this, this is going to happen. And sometimes something doesn't like things don't happen that first time. But then there's there's everything that happens that follows if you continue to be consistent, which you have been. So I just wanted to point that out uh, because for a lot of people, they would think, well, oh, you know, Kaylee failed. It's like, well, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not at all. It's the complete opposite. And obviously, you know that, Kaylee. Um, but but for those listening, like this is the process that that you have to be willing to put yourself through to to get the results that you're after. So um, yeah, just thank you for sharing that. I think that's that's super helpful for for those listening. So tell us a little bit, you know, I know, I know another big topic for everyone is pricing and, you know, creating that structure. And we actually just hosted a masterclass on that. We, you know, have hosted weekly live trainings inside of our Facebook group on this. Um, so there are so many different directions we can go with this conversation because you, you shared so much gold, but when it comes to, to pricing your programs, you know, based off what you've learned, what you've implemented, what are your, what are your thoughts about pricing? I know you, you started at one price point, maybe you can share that and share where you're at right now, but give us some insights into, into pricing programs. Yeah. So it's, it's so funny to me when I think about the very first time I ever had to charge someone for my services. And I remember thinking back on it and it actually is lower than even what I told you, Javi, I'm not going to lie. Back when I was at my very first CrossFit gym, I was charging $129 for one month with me. And that was it. And to go back and to think on where I was overall. Yeah, maybe I wasn't that far off from where I was when I started here, but the mindset was totally different because they weren't paying that much for me. And because I wasn't getting that much from them, neither of us were really following through on exactly what it was that we said we were going to do. I maybe didn't put in as much work as I should have, and neither did they. I'll be honest. So when I started pricing my programs, I was thinking that I was valuing myself a little bit higher. Now I did put in a lot more effort, a lot more work, because to me, I was closer to what I was worth. But then I started to realize that people were, one, 
they were saying yes very easily and very quickly. Yeah, Kaylee, I definitely want to work with you. This is a no brainer. And then the other thing that I started to realize is even though they were saying yes, they still weren't holding up their end of the bargain. Now I was doing so much more work, but they still weren't. And I started to think back at that. And my very first program was a 12, 12 week long program, weekly meetings for 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes even an hour per week. And the entire three months was $750. That is not too far off from where I really started. It was just a couple hundred dollars more. And I realized that they weren't holding up their end of the bargain and they were saying yes very quickly. So I started to think, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen if I increase my prices. Now, of course, there's a little bit of imposter syndrome coming in of, well, who am I to think that I can charge more? I'm not, I'm not worth that much. Right. So that imposter syndrome started to come up a little bit and I wasn't sure if, if they would start saying no, because when you're starting in business, you've got that mindset of every time someone says yes, it's a good thing, no matter how much it is, because you need the money. But when someone is draining your energy, when just because they said yes, now you're putting so much more energy into that person because they're not holding up their end of the bargain and they don't really want it. They're just, it was a no brainer. It's not that big of a deal. It's only $750. It wasn't working for me. It wasn't working for them. So I decided to go through that mindset of, you know what? I am worth more, but not only am I worth more, but so are they because it's okay. If they say no, that just means that they're not ready now but it doesn't mean they'll never be ready. And I increased my prices. Um, now for that same 12 weeks in my group program, even I'm at $19.97 for the, the three months. So I've drastically increased. Now it's been incremental. It didn't all happen at once, but it's, I've, I've gotten up there. And now those who are in my programs are putting in 110% effort. They're getting the results. They're showing up. I'm showing up. And we're all in a much better place. It's not taking up the energy for me like it was before. And I get paid a little bit more, which is nice too. That's just an added bonus to all of it. So not only was it one thing, you know, it doesn't just help the bottom line. It helps yourself. It helps your clients to see those results better as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gold. And, you know, I think for so many people, it's like, ah, I get it. And there is this like innate fear for even not even thinking about the, the price point, but even just asking for money, right. Is, is sometimes challenging for most people. And I think what, what you said is so key that when people pay, they pay attention, but when people pay more, they pay more attention. Uh, so ultimately it's not, it's not for us, although it's nice. And there's an added benefit that we uh, increase our, our revenue, increase our profits, but at the end of the day, it's better for, for them to, to be more invested, to get better results and to refer more people because they're happier. They, they got these results. So um, you're a hundred percent spot on on that. And, and again, for, for those listening, we challenge you together uh, to raise your prices a little bit, you know, and like Haley said, it doesn't have to be one of those things. Like we're all for uh, increasing your prices, um, you know, with the people that we help, um, but it can be progressive. It doesn't have to happen overnight. You know, you can build confidence along the way. And, you know, that's exactly what, what, what you did, Kaylee. And I think, um, I think it's, it's 
great for others to model that as well. So, so good. Tell us, I know your journey this past year has been super easy. There's been no obstacles, no roadblocks, no challenges, none of those. Uh, no, absolutely. Just kidding here. We all know that there's, you know, things that come up in everyone's life uh, and, and business. So, you know, from your perspective, and I'm going to use the word failure loosely because I think we both have a mindset around failure, but we had to use the word failure. What's your biggest, what's been your biggest failure um, since, you know, since you started your business, maybe in the past year, maybe, you know, outside of business and, and what did you learn from it? Yeah. So my, my biggest loosely using the term failure, um, I, I like to think of it as moment of growth. Um, but for me, it, that has been the perfectionism in me and one that type a wanting to have everything completely structured, completely set up and completely done before I even start it. And that was actually, even though I had started with one-on-one coaching and transitioned into group coaching, I didn't even launch that group for probably a couple months later than what I could have because I was behind the scenes creating the entire program first and really not even knowing if anyone really wanted to buy it. So fortunately I got lucky and I did have people who wanted to come in and join that program. But for me, really that, that failure or area for growth was procrastination and not doing what I knew I should be doing. And it doesn't only happen in business, it happens in life, but you know, there's always those few tasks, whether it's every day or whether it's once a month that you're kind of like, Oh, do I really have to, I really don't want to, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And, you know, we have to sometimes get out of our comfort zone in order to realize our potential. And once I started to do those hard tasks, but know when I should do them, like for me, I know I need to do them early in the day. Otherwise it's not getting done at all. And doing those hard tasks first, rather than procrastinating until the afternoon. And then that turns into, well, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then that turns into, I'll just do it next Monday. It would keep me from really getting to where it is that I wanted to go. And I still battle with that every day. It's not something that I can come here to you, Javi, and say, yeah, no, I've got this totally under control. Um, it's still a work in progress. I'm still working on this procrastination and this doing the hard things first every single day. And that's that's how I know that it's an area for growth too. Yeah, that's that's so key. I think for so many, so many of us to hear. And yeah, like same thing here, right? It's one of those things that, uh, I think we all battle with every single day and some days it's better than others. And I feel like a lot of people wait to like, you know what, one day when I stop procrastinating or one day when I feel like doing this or one day when I have the courage, right, then I'll do the thing. It's like, it doesn't work that way, right? You stop procrastinating by doing the thing. You gain the courage after you do the thing, right? And on that note, I know one of the things that, that you, you mentioned that most people don't know about you is that you're introverted, right? And anyone listening to this podcast right now would be like, Kaylee, what? Introverted? No way. No way. Right. And many of you, you know, as I say this, I'm introverted too. You're like, Javi, introverted? 
no way. Yeah, we we both are, right? And 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 we identify as that. And you know, we might have similar or different reasons, but at the end of the day, like we can make up an excuse about why we do the things that we do or don't do the things that we do. But at the end of the day, you can have reasons and excuses, right? For, for why you have or don't have the things that you want, or you can have results. So even if Kaylee and I are introverted, guess what we do? We still do the thing anyway. We still put others in, for, you know, uh, before ourselves, we still serve uh, and, and have that mentality. And, you know, for anyone listening, if you, if you deal and struggle with those thoughts or, or ideas as well, like we're here to tell you that we do too. And it's okay. Right. It doesn't have to stop you from, from moving forward in your life and in your business to really have the things that you really want out of life. So I wanted to throw that in there, uh, Kaylee, because I know it was a good point in the conversation to bring that up since I did see that you wrote, you had written that down. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, it's something that definitely every single day, you know, the, the definition of it, well, I'm not sure what the actual definition is, but (laughs) I know a property of an introvert is that after, so for me, after, after this, I got to go rest. Cause like, this is taking a lot of my energy, but I have so much fun. It also gives me energy at the same time. I remember the, the first time I walked out onto, um, the, the CrossFit floor and coached my very first class, the owner came up to me afterwards and she goes, Kaylee, you have so much confidence up there. You are amazing. And I said, really? Because I was scared the whole time, like shaking in my boots, scared. But there's something to there's something to be said about doing what you love and getting in front of that audience and being able to just talk about what you love to talk about. And in doing that, that's what I have found actually gives me the energy and helps me surpass that introvertedness of myself is talking about what I'm passionate about to who I'm passionate with. Yeah, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. I, I, I love the, the definition or how you explain the property of being introverted. And I think I think that's so key is it's like, yeah, you know, I wasn't excited about calculus or <laughs> any of these classes in, in college or high school. Many of the ones that we were forced to go into, it's like, I would not want to talk about any of that ever, uh, especially in front of people. Uh, so I think that that makes perfect sense that when you do what you love and you're working with people that you're passionate about serving it, you know, a lot of the times you even forget about those things. So, um, that's, that's so neat. What is, what's one thing maybe in the last month, the last two months, maybe even longer, um, that you've learned about either your life, your career, or your business that has completely changed your, your perspective. Oh, something that I've learned. Yeah. So, you know, for, for me, the, the biggest thing is really just taking the chance, right? So I, the thing with business is that you're constantly learning. So I have learned, it seems like just as much, if not more in this last month than I've learned the month before and the month before in this whole year. And that's the beauty of business is that you have that opportunity to continue to learn and to continue to develop and grow. And having that mindset of continuous learning is really beneficial to help you not stay stagnant. And, you know, really over the last month, I've learned to keep learning because after a year in business, you kind of feel like, you know what? It's okay. I know it all, right? Like I've done this for a year. I'm practically an expert, but that's not necessarily true. And the second that you start feeling like 
you're okay and you're an expert and you don't need to learn anymore is the second that you stop and you become stagnant and you don't grow anymore and you're stuck. So to me, I, the biggest thing I've been doing over the last month is to keep learning because there have been times where you just feel like you're too busy to keep learning. And it's not important because like you're doing it, you're fine. But just to keep that growth, keep that learning, there's always so much you can do and you can do differently and do better. And that's how you'll be better for yourself and better serve your audience as well. I love that. The learning never stops. The learning never stops. Um, so good. So good. So kind of looking into the future, Kaylee, what are your plans for life and business in the next, next couple of years? What does that look like for you? Yeah. So I, I started or start, yeah, I suppose I started as a solopreneur and for me, I didn't really see the end goal, right? I I had started and just kind of thought that, okay, well, I'll try and figure it out. And this will be, you know, this will just be how it is for the rest of my life. And I am so happy. I knew getting started that the, one of the first things I had known was, you know what, Kaylee, you're going to need a coach (laughs) and you're going to need someone to help guide you along the way. And I can't tell you how many times I had actually told someone that, and they're like, don't do it. It's too expensive. You don't need it. And oh my gosh, am I so happy that I did because that was the best decision I have ever made for me and my business. Because now I don't just see it as being a me by myself for the rest of my life, which mind you, the people who told me not to get a coach were also by themselves and didn't have any area for growth. So now I'm looking forward to in the future, hiring on to my team and having other dietitians come in, having people help me with my social media presence and really taking on those roles that I do, I enjoy doing, but could be done by someone even better than me at that particular role. You know, I want to bring in someone who's going to be better at social media than me so that not only can I help them, but they're learning too. They're growing too. You know, I had one of my, one of my bosses at one time said, you know what the, before the clients, I care about my, my team members and I will make sure that they are okay. First, the amount of assurance that that had for me, I want to be able to pass that on to my team members. And I want to build that culture. Like I was a part of, and over the next few years, that's really where I want to take this. I want to take this to a point where I can help my team, help nurture, grow a team of my own to really spread the word and reach more people and help more people too. I love that. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's so, it's so interesting because a lot, a lot of people, they feel like no one can do what they do better than themselves. And I find that that limits so many people from growth uh, and freedom, right? Growth in, in their business and also their ability to gain freedom in their own life. Because at the end of the day, right, if you have a team to help you, if you have a team uh, in your corner, uh, naturally, we would want people that are better at, like, we're not the best at everything. Like, that's impossible, right? And there are people out there, like you mentioned, that are really good at some things that we're not that great at. And they can help us to reach more people, have a greater impact, uh, generate more income and revenue for, for the business, and ulti- ultimately give us the freedom that we went into business to, to have. Um, so I just wanted to reiterate that because you said it 
you know, so nicely. And uh, I don't want it, anyone to let that go. Uh, because at the end of the day, if you really want to be a business owner and have that freedom and flexibility, the time freedom, financial freedom, all of it, um, you're going to have to build a team. Uh, so, so I love that Kaylee. And, um, uh, I'm excited for you because uh, it's going to be something real special to, to be able to have that team in place, uh, helping you help more people. Yeah. I'm excited too. Beautiful. Well, uh, I know as we're wrapping up here, you've already given so so many golden nuggets and so many tips uh, and advice for for other uh, healthcare professionals, other dietitians who are uh, looking to to start and grow their business. Uh, if you had to maybe give one last piece of advice, uh, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question, and really, it would be to quiet the voice that's telling you don't do it. Right. So, you know, a lot of times within business, our mindset stops us. And there's that little voice in the back of your head that goes, you know what, that's going to make you uncomfortable. Don't do it. And being able to quiet that voice and just do it for whatever reason, you know, there's so many reasons why that voice is there, whether we're afraid that people are going to judge us or we're afraid that no one's going to like us or whatever that reason is there is that voice there and to quiet that voice and continue pushing forward is going to move you forward and keep you going. And the other thing too, like I said earlier, if I would have listened to that voice and to what other people were telling me, I would have never found you Javi and Marissa and I wouldn't be where I am today. So that's my second piece. I know that you said one thing, but I, I got to give two because my second thing is to have someone in your corner who's been there to help guide you. I mean, I see the value of a coach or a mentor or someone to really just grab you and say, you know what? I've done this. I know what it is that I'm doing and I want to help you get to where I am. And I can't tell you if I would not have hired a coach, I would still be a year later behind my screen, behind my computer, doing nothing. It would all be done. It would all be beautiful. It would be pretty, but I would never be having the impact of actually reaching people because that's uncomfortable for me. But having someone guide you along the way helps you get outside of that and really push yourself further than what you could even imagine you could go. Wow. That's, that's good. That's so good. Just want to let that sit there for a little bit, because I, I feel like, you know, again, so, so much gold uh, in this podcast for, for you. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, uh, I'd re-listen to this one and really take down some notes, extract the wisdom and go implement it. Uh, Kaylee, thank you so much. This has been truly amazing. Uh, do you mind sharing with everyone where they can keep up with you uh, on the internet, social media, if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yeah. Yeah. So um, first off, thank you, Javi, for having me. This has been so much fun and such an amazing time. The best place to find me is on Facebook. Um, you can just search my name, Kaylee Cato, and you'll be able to find me there. And from there, you can join my Facebook group. Um, but I, again, I, I love helping women 
and CrossFit. I also love to have other people come in, join my group and kind of see what I'm doing too. Because if I can help you with your business as well, that is also a great place to, to hang out. So find me on Facebook. I am on Instagram as well. Um, not quite as heavily in there, but again, it's just my name, Kaylee Cato. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, um, and come hang out in my Facebook group, CrossFit nutrition for women. Come hang out with us. I like it. I like it. Yes. And if you know anyone in CrossFit who needs some help with their nutrition, go ahead and send them to Kaylee. Uh, Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. And for everyone, we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.